Oh, what up? Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by It's Christmas in July, Joey Noel. Hello. I feel like Christmas in July is my favorite iteration of the nickname. I feel like it's, I think Christmas in July is like an actual thing, or at it's least I like thing. vaguely it remember it. I remember like Cartoon Network having Christmas in July specials for like Ed and yeah. Nettie and shit. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it was like uh, I'm thinking of like Fox Family, and they would like randomly show the Santa Claus for like a weekend, <laughs> and I always thought that was fun. We're getting new Santa Claus. You see that, Joey? I I don't I don't wait, think wait, I they're, did. They're dropping a new Santa Claus. Yeah, 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 they are. Of course, that's the voice of the new face of video games, Blessing Adeoye Junior. Oh, what up? So hold on, let's see this. The Santa Claus. I'm Googling it right now. Is it like of- still what's his name? Uh, Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. like a new Tim Allen Santa, the Santa Claus movie. What blessing? <laughs> no. would, wait, Stop he, and he explain thought, yourself. He, he thought the world was you, dropping a Santa Claus two I, I thought Santa got canceled. I thought he did some shit. <laughs> I thought he was out there walling out. So when he said they're dropping a new Santa Claus, I was like, oh shit! Did they like trace his origins? Is he actually I don't know, a person of color? And they're like, we can't have this white Santa out here representing all the Santas. <gasps> I have a backstory I was going through. <laughs> I love you so much sometime, Bless, because there is just like this this perfect level of I I don't know if I want to call it ignorance or beauty, but it's somewhere in between the two. Whatever. We're not talking about Santa Claus today. I can't even find what I'm talking I can't about. I remember the Maybe last time I... you thought about uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Oh, wait. The franchise is set to continue with a follow-up limited series to be released in fall 2022. That doesn't sound right. I don't believe it. We'll have to see. We'll have to okay, wait. Okay, but also... I'm I googled the Santa Claus to fact check this whole thing in on the Google like results page it says people also search for Santa Claus 2 makes sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Santa Claus 3 mm-hmm. stranger things and fatal attraction <laughs> I don't I am I what don't understand it all like why. Huh. oh how, my how lord how old were you guys when you realized that the Santa Claus was a double entendre and it's like clause for you know like a legal clause. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure the first time I saw the movie when they oh, over-explained really? that, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah, it I took just... me a while to get that one. Yeah, oh, I didn't bless. think I realized that. I love all of this. I never saw Santa Claus three. This is now the Santa the SC screencast. Of course, the Santa Claus is, is what we're doing here. I never saw number three. Uh, Santa with Claus Jack is never Frost. an elf. There was no elf. Yeah. Also, like the no, goat I didn't Christmas see it either. Yeah. Anyways, this is the Kind of Funny Screencast. Each and every week, we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Of course, you can get it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. Um, of course, if you wanted to get the show ad-free, if you wanted to watch live as we record it, you got to go to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, Fargo Brady, Gordon McGuire, and Al Tribesman have all done. We appreciate all of you so very, very much. Today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Athletic Greens, and Me Undies. But we'll tell you about that later. I want to talk about Nope, the third film written and directed by Jordan Peele. Blessing, I want to start with you. What did you think of Nope? I really enjoyed Nope. I didn't like it as much as Get Out, but I liked it a lot more than us. Uh, I think the cast is fantastic. Of course, of course, Daniel Coolio returns, and he does a good job as the main character. But I want to give an extra shout-out to Kiki Palmer, who 
I think has now elevated to being one of my favorites in the game right now. Like she just has a personality and sense of humor that comes through. And like when she's hosting stuff, when she's just generally out there being awesome on the internet, but her character that she plays in this movie, I think is so Kiki Palmer and the personality of the character takes full advantage of who she has, who she is as an actress. And I absolutely adore her in this movie. Uh, I think, the actual makeup of the movie, the, D- the DNA of it is very Jordan Peele, and I think that shines through. And I loved it throughout, except for maybe the third act, where I think it loses itself a little bit. It falls victim uh, to, I think, the horror movie third act syndrome, where by the time you get there, I think there's so much that we've gone through and so much that we've come to understand about the movie and the story and the narrative that it takes some of the wind out of its sails when they're showing all their cards. But uh, I think the ride all the way up to the third act is so good and so tense. And this feels like a different kind of horror for Jordan Peele, but it still falls in line with what the tone of tone of his movies have been so far. And I'm, I'm, I'm in now, like anything Jordan Peele does director wise, I think, you know, I'm sold. I'm going to watch even knowing that like, Sometimes he might put out an us. Sometimes he might put out put out a get out. What all three of these movies I'd say have in common is that I was there for the ride. And for us, you know, by the time I finished it, I was like, okay, I don't know if I like the ride. Uh, get out, of course, fucking loved it. In this movie, I'm like, you know what, man, that was a good time. Uh, if I had to put a number on it, I'd give it a four out of five. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Joey, what about you? I did not like it. <laughs> uh, I feel like I normally really excited about Jordan Peele's projects. This was this was the one I was like the least sure of based on the trailer. And now after watching the movie last night and then after the movie, watching the most recent trailer they put out, which I think shows way too much. So if you can avoid that most recent trailer, I 100 percent would. Um, I, this is like a little bit more sci fi than I and that's not really my thing. So I think that's probably where it loses me the most. Uh, I think the performances are really great. I think some of the most interesting parts of the movie are like the least explored um which is kind of hard to talk about because i feel like it gets a little bit uh spoilerific in that sense we'll get into spoilers Um, in in a little bit oh perfect uh but yeah this one was like pretty disappointing for me um i think they show their hand a little bit early i think maybe that's kind of also what blessing's talking about with the third act uh i think there's a lot of really good tension in the first act and then after that it kind of just doesn't really build on that for me i don't think it um it just really i think it was fine i think the cinematography is great kiki palmer is great i like the performances but the story just kind of falls apart for me pretty quickly uh what would you give it out of five uh i'm somewhere between a two and a three i'd probably give it a three just because i like so many things about it even though it doesn't work but Thought about a two for a hot second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got uh, Kevin couldn't be on this because he's busy doing stuff, but uh, he's really bummed he couldn't be on it because he was really, really high on it. He also gave it a, a four out of five, and he wanted uh, to show up and definitely give uh, a lot of positivity to it because he is similar to Bless where he loved Get Out, didn't really vibe with us, uh, but then this one really brought it back for him. So wanted to make sure he said that. I feel like I'm kind of in between. I think I'm closer to Joey, but I firmly give it a three. Like, I, I, I'm not questioning the the two. I think this movie is okay. Um, I think as a movie, it actually is, is pretty good. And there's a lot in it that I think is 
Uh, th- there's not much in it that I think is bad. There's not much in it that I think doesn't work. I just think that it works, but it's not that interesting to me. And I feel that the cinematography was fantastic. Some of the most beautiful images I've seen, like the image quality itself, like they shot this with real IMAX cameras and that was such a great choice. Like it's been a long time since I've seen uh, a film fully use the entire full frame IMAX and it was uh, a visual treat for sure and the performances were spectacular Kiki Palmer everyone here is absolutely right like she is the star of this movie and I think it's because Daniel's performance is a little bit understated which is brilliant by the way I think that he once again knocks it out of the park but I think that he sets Kiki up to kind of really be the star because he can say something and she doesn't even need to respond with words. Just the way that she moves expresses so much. And I am very, very impressed with her. I hope that she wins a bunch of awards for this uh, performance. Cause I, I think that she definitely deserves it. Um, but in terms of what this movie actually is watching the trailers, I was like, okay, it's going to be a tough sell for me because I'm not really into aliens and I am really into horror. And I, I loved get out us they had me for the journey but overall i was like oh they just dropped the ball and it just didn't actually like hit nearly as well as um uh get out did for me but i feel like with this one i signs is kind of my benchmark for like the horror alien stuff and i know signs uh some people love some people hate i am definitely in the love camp but i think the comparison is really important with this movie to me because i feel like i didn't get the thrills and tenseness that i got that I get and even when I still watch signs now um and I feel like they kind of presented some ideas uh in in this one that were interesting but then like Joey was saying they didn't really dive deep enough into the things I cared most about in this and I think that some of the framing of this movie works uh against it as opposed to to with it in terms of like how it's broken down chapter to chapter um a lot of cool ideas, but I think that the the what the movie's actually saying isn't as interesting to me as Get Out or even Us um, in terms of its themes and all of that. But I'm with Blessed that like I am a big Jordan Peele fan, even if I don't love the movies. And I think that it reminds me a lot of M. Night Shyamalan, where I trust that it's there. And I'm going to be there day one for all the movies, even though... M. Night specifically has shown that it's widely inconsistent and you're going to get some stinkers. You're going to get a lot of stinkers, but every once in a while, you're going to get something that is like absolutely changes the game. Um, and I think Ari Aster is a, a, another similar one to that. I like that we're getting these type of horror movies that are trying different things. Um, and this clearly is very different than what he had done with Get Out and Us, but it's different in a way that isn't for me, but that's okay. We'll get another one. I imagine in a couple years and I think that there is just as much of a chance that I'm going to be given that a five out of five as a three out of five. So totally here for Jordan Peele. I actually recommend people watch this movie, even though I didn't really dig it that much. Cause I think that there is a lot to like in it. And it's just stuff that for me, I didn't really vibe overall with uh, a lot of the, the things that I feel like I was supposed to moach, which is the thematic stuff. And then the scares and the, the horror, the story is pretty one note. And didn't there was no moment in the movie that made me go, like, oh, that's cool. It was just kind of like, okay, this and then that and then this and then this. oh, and now it's over. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to get into spoilers because I think for me, the thing that holds it back a bit is the some of the storytelling, but like the actual filmmaking, I think is top notch. Uh, like the the way it looks like you're talking about Tim, like the game, the, the, the movie looks phenomenal in the ways that, that it was shot, and there's some really cool imagery like uh, visual stuff that goes on in terms of how they 
um uh like restate the horror in a lot of ways that made me go oh shit all right like i like i'm i had such a fun time watching the movie and then story-wise there are parts where we'll talk about it in spoilers where i'm like oh man if you did one two or three things like i definitely understand what you guys are talking about in terms of exploring different elements uh and digging deep into this in some some of the stuff that uh, i think is more interesting like a lot in a lot of ways this does remind me of uh signs as well in the way that like that movie introduces an idea and then late in the movie you kind of get a bit more revealed but i think that movie does a good job at showing its hand and then finishing right and i think this movie kind of like does that a bit too early and then you're kind of you're kind of left to like you know sit with some of the things they show and it's like all right where are we going with this all right why are we here did we need to go this far like there's a lot of questions of like did this movie could this movie had ended 30 minutes earlier that i think could have fixed a lot of the problems that i personally have with it um but overall like i'm right there with you guys that yeah this is another jordan peele movie and i think jordan peele movies at least hit a certain bar where they're not bad by any means. I totally understand, like, coming down on, oh, that's fine, or it's okay, or it's uninteresting. But at the very least, like, it's it. if you like Jordan Peele, then there's going to be something for you to get out of it. Get yeah, out. I think, oh, got <laughs> it. Um, I think part of what was disappointing for me is when I think about Jordan Peele, whether it's Get Out or Us, or even, like, his reboot of The Twilight Zone, a lot of it is, like, social commentary, and I think that this movie's, like, really, really light on that, and I don't think there's a lot that you, or at least for me personally, that I'm leaving the theater, like, thinking about, uh, in the movie, like, how that translates to some sort of social commentary in real life currently, um, and I think that's the piece that feels the, that makes something feel really Jordan Peele that was missing for me that made it feel mm. kind of a little bit flatter and just kind of like a standard horror movie. I, he still has enough goodwill with me that I'm going to keep watching these because I do think that he has such like a interesting take on stuff and like a refreshed kind of horror look similar to when Tim was calling out Ari Aster of just like people that are trying to do different things and I'm down for people to get weird. This was just not one that hit for me in particular. I also yeah, do want to uh, shout out uh, some of the rest of the cast because, like, we big shout out to Keith Palmer, who I think really shines this movie. Um, but also shout out to uh, Stephen Yoon uh, from mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, who appears in this movie. And I think one, that's a good looking man. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I've not seen you in a while, but man, do you are you a good looking man? <laughs> uh, but, but I think he 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 played a great role in this movie. And then also, uh, I'm not positive the actor's name. Um, I think it might be like Brandon Perea or something along those lines, who yeah. plays like a a, a store worker who. I think it is really funny um, as yeah. uh, a bit of comedic relief in this movie. I think he does a, a great job. Yeah, I totally agree. And then uh, Barbie Ferreira from Euphoria was in there too. Like there's like a lot of yeah. like fun uh, uh, little uh, moments with a lot of the actors and stuff. And yeah, the performances I definitely think are uh, the highlight of this. And to, to Joey's point about the uh, kind of more social commentary stuff, like this movie does have it. I just don't think, I mean, it's definitely not nearly as uh, good as even us, I would say. Um, yeah. But with those, us and Get Out specifically are so overt where there's no subtlety. Like it's kind of the point is the social commentary stuff. Whereas I think that this, like there's a couple like points that they were trying to make and uh, we can talk about them a little bit in the spoiler stuff. But I just kind of feel like there wasn't anything being said that I've never heard before. Like even a little bit, it was all kind of stuff where I'm like, all right, cool. Like I get this and it all fits and it all adds up, but it kind of just, it, it, I'm disappointed in this movie because I wanted it. I wanted Jordan Peele to do something with aliens I've never seen before. And overall, I don't think that this accomplished that. Um, and I think in, in fact, in some ways it kind of muddied the, 
the the waters a bit with some of the choices they made. So with that, we're now going to move into full spoilers mode. So from here on out, we're spoiling no baby. Bless, get off the bench, go for it. Yeah, I think uh, speaking on the uh, the topic of social commentary, I think it's interesting because the movie being one, the movie being directed by Jordan Peele and then also sh- uh, starring uh, uh, Danny Kulia and then also uh, Kiki Palmer and then also being titled Nope kind of put it in a specific place for me when uh, where while watching trailers, it being the idea of like seeing something going, nope, I'm fucking I'm, I'm not fucking with this shit. Right. I thought that that would have more. um bearing on what the movie was actually going to be and maybe the themes of the movie and maybe themes of like yo this is how like we you've seen plenty of you know horror movies starring white people or, or like other folks right like when you put black folks who i guess stereotypically right like you'll you'll have folks uh see something in horror and automatically go oh i wouldn't go in the house like immediately i'm leaving right like i thought there was going to be more of that in this movie and i'll was, i'll was surprised to see there's like a little bit of that like the characters do say the words it. Yeah, like yeah. they 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 say the words nope literally like multiple times, and yeah, they flirt with the idea of like, oh, I'm not fucking with that shit, and then they 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 peace out. I was surprised about how much of their how much of that there wasn't though. Um, and this isn't a critique or like a, a praise uh, either way. That's more of an observation of oh, that's that's interesting that they they didn't go that direction. Um, so I'm like I'm a bit with you guys on the lack of social commentary. Uh, but it's not something that took away from the movie for me. I think there was still enough of the heart of it being directed by Jordan Peele and what uh, Kiki and Daniel brought to the, their characters uh, as actors that we still lended uh, to the freshness of it and like it still feeling like a black directed movie, if that makes sense. Like there's a scene where um, Kiki, was, when uh, the film director pops up with the um, uh, camera that works uh, with, with the crank. An analog like, IMAX scene. camera. <laughs> yeah, and like Kiki is like, I, I told you this motherfucker was going to bring a camera that didn't use electricity and they do like the fucking handshake. Like I felt that energy and I was like, oh, let's fucking go. I fucking, I like, I love the the, like, the flavor that's, that this brings to a genre that usually doesn't see that outside of Jordan Peele movies. Um, and so that stuff I, I still very much appreciated. But yeah, like, this is definitely the least, I think, overall social commentary that you're getting out of a Jordan Peele movie, which I think is interesting. Yeah, a lot of it was kind of wrapped in in this framing that I didn't expect for the movie with uh, this this like, kind of side plot story of what happened in the past where uh, this chimpanzee went crazy and killed a bunch of people or like, at least or injured a bunch of people uh, in on the set of a show that Steven Yeun's character uh, was a child actor on. And I thought that that was like, such an amazing opening to this movie where i was like oh whoa how how are they going to connect this all and i kind of feel like the connection was like pretty weak overall like i feel like the the idea the the thematic thing throughout this movie of like like of trying to control animals like even with them kind of being the wranglers of the horses and then spoilers the ship it's the alien ufo is an alien itself it's not a ship it's it it is an alien and them trying to like hunt this uh alien down right and like the the way that they kind of just treat animals and then treat their profession i thought was kind of interesting where the entire thing was like kiki palmer's character kind of like always hustling and always trying to sell herself in so many different ways tied up with daniel who's just straight up making money through uh selling animals and through trying to like get the the oprah moment which i really appreciated of getting the footage like all of that i think that the the commentary here is about the commercialization of of things where even 
though there's a potentially disastrous situation, all that's on their minds is making money. It's not even so much about saving themselves or saving anybody. It's about how can we profit off of this? And like, I think that that is an interesting through line throughout the entire movie of uh, not even just the flashback stuff and how they deal with the aliens, but with how the aliens kind of destroyed Stephen Ewan's whole sideshow situation at the the ranch, right? Like all of that, there's just this, this constant um, reminder of money is the root of all of this. And it's just like, mm. all right, cool. But like, I don't feel like they said anything with that. <laughs> I feel like the monkey. I like I like the monkey flashbacks. Um, I think they're missing one more, maybe somewhere toward the third act where they they tied it together because it felt like at at a, so, a certain point they forgot about it in that it it didn't it didn't tie in neatly in a way, right? Like when they had the 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 scene that was or the chapter that was flashing back to it uh, toward the middle of the movie, and you see the full brunt of what happened. That was some of the most tense I was during the movie. It was that, and then also the chasing uh, during the dark where they're running away from the big alien, right? Those are the two most tense scenes, I think, in the movie. And I, I think it it worked uh, for, it worked in the moment for what I was trying to uh, to <clears throat> express, but I think it could have been, I could have used a, a, a neater tie. Like if they had one more scene that was them, like maybe doing the aftermath or there was some kind of maybe tied to his dad or some weird way to bring it back to, to feeling whole. Cause it did feel like a separate piece. The thing I was kind of uh, missing was the, the direct tie of the aliens to the monkey, right? It was 1998 that we get the, the chimpanzee situation. And like, it's semi implied, if not directly implied that the aliens coming is what caused the, chimp to freak out right and like to we see multiple times throughout the movie the animals freak out from when the aliens come and i thought that that was weird because clearly it's way later that the aliens come so i thought that they needed to do a, a clearer job of expressing what that the alien and the, the chimpanzee were related because they were see, i didn't I, take that I, at all i thought okay. that's, a, that's where they were going and, I, and then i think i for me, I came down on, okay, maybe they're not related, uh, that it was just like the fact that the balloon exploded and then set it off because it was a trigger for the monkey. And, and it was more so about the monkey being this animal at heart that's uncontrollable as opposed to like the aliens having something to do with it. Yeah. And then Steven Yun trying to control the alien the same way that they were trying to control the chimp yeah. and yeah. then having X factors that it's the same thing. Like these are wild animals. You can't really yeah. do that. Um. I think for me, I really liked all of the TV show chimp stuff. And I think it was a much more interesting um, like part of the story. And I think mostly it's because they showed so little of like the actual carnage and you see so much more of just like the aftermath. You don't see the, you don't see the girl, like her, the rest of her body getting attacked on the set or something like that. You only see the shoe and, like her legs and stuff like that compared to with the alien in the movie i feel like we see everything and it's just kind of one of those like monster movie things where less is more and i think it works better the less that you see um and the the idea of things i think is always scarier than actually seeing them yeah. play out. oh that's, totally and the sound design was incredible this whole movie so sound good. design yeah. was so good and that scene in particular i thought was 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 so great and even just like the way that they kind of focused on different symbols and like iconography and stuff of like of the shoe that like later you see in or not later i guess before you see that steven ewan's character like has it or like images of it and like mm -hmm. again it goes back to the like him like profiting off of his trauma 
which is like yeah. a, an interesting kind of like layer to it all. Oh yeah. Yeah, Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't think about those connections, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? Of him trying to profit off of that, and then looping back around to the the uh, horse folks trying to profit off of this alien that is that one killed his dad, but then also is fucking around with the the, the horses and shit. And yeah, like to Joey's point of oftentimes less is more when it comes to horror stuff. I, that that is my exact complaint with the third act is we see so much of the alien, and you know, I I think the imagery looked pretty cool at the, by the end when it was all rippled out and and was you know this entirely different looking creature that looked like it was taken out of a jrpg like it looked yeah. it looked cool but also i didn't need that you know i think the out the idea of the alien slash ufo was way cooler early to mid movie when it was oh you look to the left and you see it for literally like 0.2 seconds and it's gone and you're like was that a ufo or are me and dana coolia both crazy right you see it again <laughs> and you're like oh yeah the cloud didn't move that's great like i think though if they they stuck with that tease more and more and even if, if we got to the place where dana coolia is like no man, I think it's an alien. I think it's a. It's actually an animal. Like it's on our planet, but it's it's not a U. It's not a ship. It is an actual animal. And like they kept with that theme, but they never really showed the cards of if that was right or if that was wrong. I think that would have kept a lot more of the tension for me and a lot more of the intrigue. But instead, the third act being about all right now, let's just get the perfect picture and let's have it be this non-horror now it's action now it's a marvel movie like toward the end where it is you trying to take out the villain i think that took out a lot of the wind out of the sails and honestly that is for me what brings it down from a five to a four to me um the the, the way they treated the third act yeah really really interesting stuff any final words on nope uh i do think it is going to be it's going to be a fun movie to talk about on no matter kind of what side you fall on it. I think it's inherently one of those kinds of divisive movies. Um I think for me my personal ranking of Jordan Peele stuff is going to go get out us and this, but we'll have to see. I'm right there with you, Joe, okay. and and I feel like me and you're definitely going to be in the minority on that. Like oh, I, yeah, I think 100%. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I am excited to watch video essays breaking this down to me try too. to explain to me why I should like it a little more than I do. Uh, I don't know that it's actually going to work. But uh, the one thing that I'm most kind of like, I don't know about this, was the whole the chapter thing. Like starting with the Bible verse and then having like the, the chapters named after the different animals. Like, I don't know. Something about it just like felt like stylish over substance in a way that I'm like, what is the substance? Uh, there has to be. But I don't I'm not getting it. So. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Final words, bless. Uh yeah, like I wanted once again, shout out to Kiki Palmer. Like I'm now like I was already a Kiki Palmer fan before, but now I'm even more of a Kiki Palmer fan because she she's got the stuff. Uh but also like, you know, I I am excited but also intrigued with where movies are at nowadays uh because we have a lot of we're getting a lot of the a24s and the annapurna movies and i'll probably group this movie in with those types of movies in terms of like the like the the a bit different like artist driven or not even artist but like uh auteur yeah. almost driven uh stylized film that is doing a take of a genre that you're not going to see on the mainstream big budget level and like they're getting that kind of push because they're being pushed by these big um uh companies that have the means to do so but they're still on that level of now let's give all the creative freedom to the directors and the people working on it and see what interesting intriguing things they make and it's so for me for these kinds of movies it's so fun seeing like how people come down on it because like i go through the last 
few A24 movies and I either love them or I hate them. But for everyone I hate, I talk to somebody else and they fucking love them. Like for me, yeah. the Green Green Knight is probably the biggest example of like, I did not like that movie, but then I talked to like, I talked to Tim or I talked to other folks and they're like, no, I fucking love that movie, fucking right? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I'm, I'm sure the list goes down. And I think this is another one of those where uh, I think there's going to be, I think it's going to be divisive. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of people that really like it. And then a lot of people that are like, ah, oh, no, I put this in the, in the us camp. Um, but I think that said, I'm, I'm happy that these movies exist. Right. And like, yeah. I can't, again, I can't wait to see what Jordan Peele does next. So, uh, we'll cut right after I say this, but I do just want to drop something for you to think about out there. Jordan Peele directing the MCU X-Men. 